Hey, coconut so it's a lot of people are talking about getting out of the red race but I officially say okay my view uh, Reggie's view is that a lot of them are only preparing they're only preparing so like when I said building your own portfolio building multiple streams of income whatever jazz learning up a new skill all those stuff are really just preparing most of them have not gotten out of the red race and they don't understand what's out there. So personally, I know the word red race is super loaded. I will expand on it as we go along. But I believe that I have gotten out of the red race. And I've talked to many people that I personally believe have gotten out of the red race. And in this process of getting out, there are a few phases. And specifically, I've broken down into three phases. And I'm going to share with you um, some of the tips and tricks to kind of go through these phases. Because I am a strong believer that, you know, if it's winter, you got to treat it like it's winter. If it's summer, you got to treat it like it's summer. You don't want to, you know, be overhyped about certain things. So today we're going to talk about the three phases of breaking out of the red race and possibly some of the best tips and tricks um, to help you go through this process. So welcome back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So good morning everyone and welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it, ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. My name is Reggie, I'm your host for today and I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about some of the phases of breaking out of a red race. Okay, so before we begin, we definitely have to expand on the extremely loaded word of red race. Okay, so um, I know the stereotypical idea out there of what is a red race is to study hard, get a good job, you know, keep accumulating wealth and then change job if you're unhappy, buy a house, settle down, get a family and then retire, right? So pretty much that is what people term as the red race. And a lot of people want to get out of it, right? So I, I understand why a lot of people want to get out of it, you know, for a huge mirage of reason. And I'm not going to doubt you that if you really want to get out of it, you must have some sort of reason. But whether your reason is strong enough, that's a whole different discussion. And I believe that for a lot of people that are still on the fence of whether do they want to get out of this system, um, their reason not strong enough yet. <laughs> Yeah, my, my friends say there's a crash phase and I'll talk about that later, okay? So to me, this is just one of the race, right? So this is just one of the system out there that has been uh, built from the industrial era, right? So trickled down since the industrial era where people were shifting to cities and a lot of factories and, you know, it's, it's this whole process of teaching people to become factory workers and then equipping them with the skills to, you know, be technicians and engineers and produce and, and do all that jazz. So that system has been built for a long, long time and it is a system in itself. And so people out there will commonly call this the rat race, right? In other words, you keep running in this cycle, keep accumulating, keep spending, keep accumulating, keep spending. It's very iconic of capitalism, by the way. So um, that is what people will call the rat race. But the problem I have with this 
the underpinning idea of a rat race, why people are unhappy is that, you know, it's just doing the same thing again and again and again, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, right? And probably they're getting nowhere. That's why it's called a rat race, right? It's like a hamster wheel, you know, you keep running. At least that's the image that comes out in my head. So to me, the biggest problem with this connotation of the rat race is that everything is like that. Everything is like that. Every system is like that. Okay, I, I know I know. absolute words are, are hard to substantiate, but let me just give you a little bit of context. Okay, I have friends who are property investors. I'm sure you guys have heard some of them on our other podcast, Coconut Avenue, and also some on this podcast. And what do they do? They buy property, they fix it up, and then they wait for the price to go up, and then they sell the property, and they take the capital, and then they go to the next property, they fix it up, and then wait for the price to go up, and then they sell the property. And then what do they do? They take the money, and then they go to the next property, and buy the same property and then they fix it up and then they sell it again. Isn't that an exact connotation of a rat race? You know, uh, aside from the system in itself of what the commonly understood idea of a rat race, I'm trying to distill the essence of why this system of studying hard, getting a job, going out there and, you know, hustling, making your money, settle down in a family and then retire. Why is this the only thing that is called a rat race? <laughs> So this is just the average worker scenario, right? For the longest time ever since post-industrial era. It has been like that for, for the longest time, right? Whichever country you go to, you see this system. Of course, now things are changing yeah, because work is changing. The way we see money is changing. Uh, internet changed a lot of things. You know, the whole gig economy is out there. So there are a lot of things that are happening. But at the core in itself, the essence of a red race is rinse and repeat getting nowhere. Right? So rinse and repeat, getting nowhere. You can put this same thing on someone that is just buying the next property, buying the next property, buying the next property. And you also can put this on someone that is just like investing in the stock market, investing in the stock market, investing in the stock market. <laughs> it's the same, right? So it is just a different system, but they are still operating in a red race mindset where it's rinse and repeat, getting nowhere. And of course, the grass always seems greener on the other side, right? Everybody wants to be the investor. Everybody wants to be the entrepreneur. Everybody wants to, you know, do whatever, <laughs> all that jazz. But I have to tell you that, yes, you know, if you're a successful property investor, you're a successful stock market investor, you're a successful entrepreneur, material wealth is not a problem, right? So that is not your core problem. But in the process of going upwards, you're competing like mad. You know, there's a lot of competition and you are hurting relationships. You are spending sleepless nights. You are concerned, you are worried and you're hustling. I mean, these are all personal experiences. And I mean, I've interviewed all these entrepreneurs. So I just go and check out our entrepreneurship show, My Pet Project. I love it the most. Um, and it shows, right? As an entrepreneur, they go through a lot of shit. So is that what you want? And that is the price to pay. And with that, I'm not citing any particular system or way of life. It's not like, oh, being a property investor is superior or, you know, starting an or being an entrepreneur, starting a business is superior or just working a job, you know, is superior. No, they are all different characters. You know, it's much like a Maple Story starting line, right? You can do, do different things and you, different characters just operate differently within the system. Of course, we can have an ongoing discussion about, you know, whether is it fair, blah, 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 blah. All those discussions are there and we should have that kind of discussion about pay, about power, about all those things in our broader system. But it does not then suggest that this particular system, which is the average worker's situation, is the only thing that should be seen as a red race. It is not the only thing that you rinse and repeat getting no 
where. Right? I'm sure I'm sure you watch multiple shows out there. The Bling Empire, I think that's one of the most on Netflix, right? The Bling Empire, one of the clearest suggestion of the rinse and repeat getting nowhere. Yeah, they are very wealthy. They are just kind of buying things and you know having throwing party, buying things, throwing party, buying things, throwing party. <laughs> Like, rinse and repeat getting nowhere and a lot of them you know they broke down the way they talk and all that and, and Squid Game recently Squid Game also did that right? I mean I'm not a big fan of using Squid Game to tell you oh you know personal finance blah 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 blah, blah. I know I probably should have but the idea is remember the last scene that old guy turns out to be the the the, head, the master of the game and he said that you know like the most similar plight of the richest man and the poorest man is that we both have nothing to live for and I think that is very... I know it's very hard to accept this and consume this. Uh, but as you talk to more people, as I hope I hope we do more interviews to show you that. But also, I'm not discouraging you from changing a system. I'm just pointing out what is the underlying similarity across all the people that are operating in all the different systems. And then you can label these people as like, oh yeah, these people are in the red race. Because they rinse and repeat, getting nowhere. So what is the difference then between someone that is in the red race and not in the red race? Regardless of who you are, you will always be part of a system. And we will talk about that you know, in the pointers to come. But I believe the underlying factor is whether you have accepted that this is the system, whether you thrive in this system, and whether or not you actually feel fulfilled and happy within this system. Okay, so I know very cheesy sounding, but honestly, people that love the system will never tell you, oh, we want to get out of the rat race. You know, they're just doing their thing. They're just having fun. Like me as an entrepreneur, sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, why some more work so hard, right? Why so why work so hard? Why not just quit? Uh, but overall, I still like it. I, I create content for all of you. And sometimes I'll be like, oh my goodness, I got no more ideas, man. Like I'm struggling here. But I still like it, right? So I, I still come back to it, especially when I take a break and I'll be like, oh yeah, I got this idea. I want to talk about it. So with that in mind, the underlying difference between a red race and not a red race is whether you can accept it and whether you're thriving in it and whether you're enjoying it. And at this juncture, I want to slip in something about material wealth and non-material needs. Okay, so you know, there are a lot of people out there that tell you that, oh, you know, you want to get out of the red race, you make more money, you want to build, uh, build a bigger passive portfolio, you, make, you know, like gather more wealth and, and all that. But the reality is a lot of people that are thinking of getting out of the red race or like tattering on the sides of getting out of the red race, they have already accumulated some sort of material wealth. Okay, and that's why they are feeling very unhappy, very dissatisfied at work or dissatisfied with their life because they need the higher order needs now. Right? So if they need the higher order needs, then more wealth is not going to solve that problem. They need to go and do the relationship, self-actualization, all those things. Okay, Don't debate with me about Maslow's. I'm not here to debate with you about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. But I vividly feel that a lot of people, it's because they are deprived of the higher order needs. Their creative needs, their love, you know, the relationship, the self-actualization, that it's driving their unhappiness. And they've already accumulated a lot of material wealth. That's why they can be concerned about all these things. And with that, why do you need then more material wealth? Right? So why not just go head on and solve the problem in itself? But yeah, that's a whole discussion for another day. Today we're gonna focus on the different phases of getting out of the red race. And the first phase, okay, first phase, very painful phase, is what I call the loss and emotional phase. Yes. 
lost and emotional. Huh? Yeah, I, I know a lot of people think like, oh yeah, man, you accumulate all this money, you know, you have uh, built your portfolio. Oh, by the way, I, I just want to say people that have built a passive portfolio, built multiple streams of income, they have not gotten out of the red race. But with that kind of financial strength, they are cushioning their material impact after, let's say, they quit their job. Right, so if you can create a portfolio that matches a five thousand a month salary, then you are cushioning that material impact when you quit your job, right? In in other words, you have one less thing to worry about when you are trying to leave the red race. Okay, so that's all it is, right? So if you usually usually you make five thousand dollar a month, but you build a portfolio that can allow you to make dividend of five thousand dollar a month, then yes, that's the best case, right? You have cushioned the material needs. That's it you have actually not gone through all the other phases and all the other problems that you will meet. Okay, But I'm not saying that it is a bad thing. I'm just saying that you spend 10, 20 years just to cushion your impact when you leave. Okay, Just to cushion your impact when you leave or when you, quote-unquote, start your first phase of exiting the red race, which is being lost and emotional. Why? Why being lost and emotional? Um, I know a lot of people will think like, oh my God, I made all this money now. I built this portfolio. I can get out. You know, They feel like triumphant, right? Like, wow, yeah, we do this. But let me try to draw your memory, okay? Let me try to draw a little bit of your memory when you were in your younger days, right? When you were in secondary school, when you finished O-levels, then you'd be like, what the hell is going to happen next? Where do I want to go? Do I want to go JC? Do I want to go poly? You know, or, or, or what's what's happening, right? Do, do, do I try to pursue a uni degree or, or what's going on? And then you have that two years NS for the guys. You also lost, like, what to do? What, what What's happening? Like, like, you don't know what to do. And also then the post-uni for everybody or whoever that that went through uni or post-tertiary education trying to go into the, the job market, you're so lost. Like, what to do? Huh? Uh, I don't know. And that's the reality that you're going to face. Same reality, no difference. Why? Because firstly, you need to recognize that you've exited the school system at a point in time, which has very defined systems, by the way, from the way it's being graded, from the kind of classes you need to take, even down to the timetable, every day what you need to do is super defined, right? So the school education system is very defined. So when you leave it, you lost because you have left the school system. Now you enter the working world, the working system, and you are, you are trying to like, uh, what to do? So you're lost. So the same kind of process will happen when you're trying to leave this working system and potentially pursue a different way of life, whether is it you know, the nomadic life or whether is it the investor life or whether is it, I don't know, content creator life, the gig economy life, what have you. You are just trying to go into the next system, right? And in this process of going to the next system, you will be lost. And just so happened that the underlying desire of getting out of the red race is not to go into another system. Hey, it's, it's very weird, okay? But this whole thing will close up. Bear with me all the way to the end, okay? So the idea that a lot of people have when they want to pursue this whole get out of the red race thing, right? They never thought of like, oh, you know, after I get out of this red race, I'm actually joining another system. To them, it's like I'm liberated. I have freedom. I can do whatever the shit I want. Okay, or whatever the, the thing I want to do. Okay, I know a lot of shit today, but... That ultimatum in itself, right, which is the freedom, liberation, get out of all this system kind of thing, 
creates this problem for whoever that's trying to get out of the red race because now you don't have the next system that you need to go to. Because, okay, let's be real, right? Between the school system and the work system, because the narrative is built so clearly, although you may struggle, you may feel lost, there are certain things that are being built that will help you towards it. Whether it's career fair, your friends going there, you know, what I call the pacer pack, right? Everybody's going there. It's easy for you to just, you know, let's just go along, let's just chug along, right? But, Without that, without the next system that you will transit into, now you got to define everything. You got to figure out everything. And you got to ask yourself, what am I doing? Right? So this is extremely scary for a lot of people, which is why, I mean, let's be real, right? A lot of people cannot even stay single for a long period of time, cannot not have a job for an extended period of time because it is scary, it is emotional, and it is hard especially when the whole bunch of your friends are doing something else, all right? So, so everything essentially breaks down, right? Yeah, you have all the money, you've quit the job. Okay, so what? Your friends are doing whatever they do. They are continuing to pursue their narrative. You're trying to take a different direction altogether or you're trying to do something else altogether. And in this something else, you don't know anybody yet. You don't know anybody that is doing this something else. You, you just like, you learn from the internet, some guy tell you to do this or you go and pick up some course and you, you subscribe to this idea and then you try to go through this whole process alone. Very easy to be lost and very easy to be emotional. I don't need to expand on the emotional part but the reality is you will be lost. Which is why a lot of people will end up going back to the quote-unquote red race, which is the system that they're familiar with. They'll be like, oh, you know, I change a job, you know, I, I go something else, but it's still the job. The same, same problem exists, right? You have not sorted out the whole situation with how you uh, interact with other people, you know, how you recognize that different people have different needs and not everybody perform the same way, not everybody need to talk the same way and you have not sorted out the whole idea of like, you know, when, when you do a job, there are a lot of uh, requirements and there's some dehumanization in this problem. Process. It's not always just about you. And so if you have not sorted out all those things, you, you are essentially <laughs> going back and you reverse, right? You reverse costs. Oh, you work so hard, try to accumulate wealth and then, oh, I got a red race and you don't know what to do, right? Then you reverse costs. You go back to the, to the same thing that you were familiar prior. It's very normal. Everyone does that. It's so normal, right? So that is the given, which is why some of my friends that have left the red race, they say that you need this thing called a crash. You need this thing called a crash so that your reasons are strong. Right, so that you will never go back. When you try to build a portfolio to be very cushiony and you know try to cushion your transition into the other thing, essentially your reasons are no longer that strong because you have not gotten that, that serious pain and that kind of crash. I'm not saying everybody needs to crash. Or what, what is the idea of a crash? It's like maybe your whole worldview breaks down because you know uh, your your longtime fiance breaks up with you, or you know, you got serious backstab, you went to like some sort of coup in your company. And uh, you drop out of school and then you start to see that, you know, oh wow, the, the world is so different. You know, so, so there, there must be some very serious crash or, you know, family passing, whatever, okay? There's some serious crash that cuts out your reverse. That means you cannot reverse. You will never go back. You can only move forward. Only people with this kind of reason, that strong, usually will succeed through this transition of getting out of the red race. But if you don't have the kind of crash, I'm not saying you must crash, I'm not telling everybody to crash, okay? But if you don't have this kind of crash, I need you to vividly recognize in this stage, while you are being lost, you shouldn't try too hard to go and grab hold to everything that you already understood before. Because you are essentially trying to transit out of the system that you were in and you are going to break a lot of habits, you're going to question a lot of things and... It is the reality in this phase of loss and emotional 
Okay, what I will suggest you to do is to set up a mini lifestyle system. So whether is it like watch what you eat or have more exercise, you know, do some of the, or like pick up some hobby and all that jazz, right? Those things will help you to form a small timetable for you to keep going, right? So I know some friends who, in the process of getting out of the red race, they pick up a new language, right? So they pick up Russian, they pick up Korean, they pick up whatever, and... Um, it is very cool, right? Because they, they pick up a whole new language. But in the process, because when they have something to do to keep them going, they will not readily think of going back. But at the same time, it is not something that takes up all your energy and all your time. So it's maybe a few hours a day and all the extra time, then they will start to think about, you know, actually, what do I want? What do I stand for? What do I believe in? And they try to work through this whole loss process by revisiting their habits, revisiting their goals and revisiting their life. Okay, so this is something that I think you should do. So that's for phase number one of getting out of the red race. And for phase number two of getting out of the red race is what I call the exploration phase. And I will share more with you after a word from our sponsor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so the exploration phase, right? What is this? Okay, of course, after you go through the loss and emotional situation where you work through your emotions, you kind of become more familiar with it, you are more calm and you have uh, built some sort of mini system to keep your life going, right? So eat healthy, exercise, read books, you know, pick up a language, some of the small little, little things uh, that can keep you going, not, not something that takes up your whole life again, right? And, and then you have no bandwidth to think. Next comes exploration, which is a situation where you want to try a lot of new things, right? So whatever that I was saying in point one about building a mini system, those are things that you already know you like, right? Whether it's yoga, whether it's reboot, whether it's baking, you know, some of those things that you already like. And then you try to amplify it in your loss and emotional phase to help you tie through this whole process. Of course, like I said, if you have a crash, there'll be no reverse. You only go in front. Okay, so the whole, all this building a mini system in the loss phase is to try to reduce the tendency of you reversing back to your old ways and give you the bandwidth to go forward. So with this extra bandwidth where you can question your life, question what you want, question the system that you were in and try to understand all these other things that are going along or going around, this is essentially the time of exploration where you meet a lot of new people, when you try to connect with interesting people, people that you think are interesting. And I, I tell you, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, even Facebook, there are a lot of interesting people that you can connect with, okay? Social media is not all evil and not all bad. Huh? So I think that's something that you should do, exploring, talking to people, try to figure out what is their life, what is their way, what is their view. Some people can try new things, pick up a small little internship, pick up a small part-time job. You know, have, have you never wondered what the NTC auntie actually do? 
So, you, you know, you, you, you get the idea, right? The idea is not to become NTUC auntie, yeah? but the idea is I salute the NTUC auntie. I have to say that our NTUC auntie is super productive. I've traveled to many places and I think they, they do a good job, okay? So, they can collect digital payment. They can do everything, you know? Okay, and then I'll stop the NTUC auntie rent. <laughs> but the idea is to try new things, meet new people, explore new stuff, and, you know, just go around and pick up new things and, and not all have to be fun, you know, you could take, do an internship here, you can do a part-time there, you know, just kind of try out different way of life, different career, you know, or do mini kind of things and just to kind of go around and see, see what's going on, right? So that's the whole idea because in this process of exploration, in this phase, you are really trying to define where you want to go next or what you are trying to do next. So your best bet is to try a lot of things and you know explore and it's not all about the things that you already love and the things you already want but it could be all the things that you are curious and you were on the fence prior, right? So this is your best time, your best bet. Hopefully, in this situation, you meet like-minded people. They may not be all in the same career path as you or they may not all be in the same system as you but they are all on this process of trying to explore life see life you know in a different fashion and going through this process so together you kind of form a pacer pack right? I'm a strong believer of a pacer pack it always helps and make life easier okay so that is uh, exploration phase number two of breaking out of the red race and the third phase okay the third ultimate phase that will wrap up this whole thing is you got to accept yourself into another system. <laughs> well, I know you want to punch me, right? I say so long, you know, listen, you listen so long, then you'll be like, oh, you know, actually your goal is to accept yourself to another system. <laughs> okay, so the, the process of getting out of the red race, like I've established in the very beginning of the podcast is the underlying idea of a red race or the, the essence of why people call something a red race is because they rinse and repeat and they get nowhere. But you will never see someone that really like what they do uh, calling it a red race. To them, it's a craft. You know, it's, a, it's what I enjoy. It's my calling. You know, oh, whatever name they call it. Okay, got divinity, no divinity. Got cultural, no cultural, whatever. Okay, craft is very cultural. Divinity comes with the whole calling thing. Whatever they call it, People that enjoy what they do, they have a different name for it. It's never about the red race. You know, I'm trying to get out of the red race. So in actuality, what you really need to do is to get yourself, you know, accustomed to a, a system and get yourself into a system where you can enjoy and where you accept it. And also in this process, find your crew, right? Find your group, find the people that you vibe with, right? There's a certain way of life and in today's world, there is optionality. In, in today's world, there are a lot of choices. You can essentially live in very different, drastically different way of life. Like, like I am currently now in Georgia, right? Tbilisi. I'm doing remote work, right? And, and I'm, a, I'm a podcaster and I make money digitally. You guys listening to me and then, you know, sponsor Love Us, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a very different way compared to the past where, you know, it was pretty much an industrial process and, you could only work a job and that's your only source of income or if not, you try to be a capitalist, right? These days, there are a lot more nuance, a lot of different ways to uh, live life, right? So in that sense, in phase three, 
I really think it's about finding the place that you can hang out for a while, right? Finding the system that you can hang out for a while, okay? And you don't need to commit to the system, huh? okay? You don't need to be like, oh yeah, I found a new system. In fact, actually, if you, if you commit too quickly, then it's a suggestion that you're trying to reverse to your old ways, you know, a, a little bit like a rebound, like rebound relationship like that, right? So at the core in phase three of trying to get yourself accepted into a new system, it is about finding the place you can be, finding the place you can find comfortable and you can hang out and you can rinse and repeat and feel the bliss and feel the peace. And at the same time, also find a bunch of people that you can do it together with, right? Because at some point, you got to latch into a broader system, right? You, so, so let me give you a little bit more color. Maybe at first, you are like, uh, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Then you, you try the whole content creator route, right? Try to do content and all that jazz. After a while, you realize that, okay, you explore, right? So you explore, you try that. Oh yeah, maybe I quite like this. You know, this is something that I could do. But you realize uh, for your content creator life to be colorful and viable and exciting and something that you can love and keep doing, you have to go and meet other content creators. You have to be attached into the system, into the content creator system. All right? so, so inevitably, at some point, which is what I call the phase three, is you have to join back into a system. But in this process you are joining back with acceptance, with understanding, knowing that this is what I want or this is what I can tentatively want. And it's very different because some people will say, oh, yeah, then never mind, lah. don't need to go through this whole rat race process. Lah. Don't, need to, don't need to go through the lost emotional exploration and acceptance. You know, just, just stick to whatever it is. Of course, if you stick to whatever it is and you really love it, then okay, of course, you will not even entertain this idea. If you listen until now, you're definitely entertaining the idea of getting out of a rat race. So in that process, what I'm trying to tell you is you have to go through this process if you want to really ultimately quote-unquote get out of the red race, which in essence is rinse and repeat getting nowhere. The fundamental way to get out is to accept where you are, enjoy what you do and find bliss and joy and meaning in this way of life that you have chosen. And in order to choose this, I'm going to sum up today. You've got to go through these three processes, right? Number one is loss and emotional because you got to get out of whatever system that you were already in. And in this process, you, you will feel lost, you will feel emotional. It's going to be hard. So um, if you don't have a strong reason, that means you... you, you you don't have a, like a big crash. It's very hard for you to keep going. Uh, it, there's always a tendency to reverse. So in order to help you keep going, you got to do a mini life system, right? Like, like one hour of gym, cooking a little bit, you know, doing the, the things that you love. Small little things. Your, your goal is not to fill up your whole calendar and fill in more and more like that, right? Your goal is not to fill it up. Your goal is just to do some little things that you enjoy that will keep you going to manage your emotional process and also give you some sort of framework to work. Remember the times when we had timetable? No matter how much we... We didn't like the timetable, we will still do something, right? And we will not kind of drown and all that, right? So have that little bit of uh, that system, small system to keep you going. Number two is exploration. In the exploration phase, you're really trying to question where you were, what you're trying to do, what are things like, and uh, what are the options out there. In this phase, I highly encourage you to try new things, do new part-time job, try new internship, you know, do a side business if you want to, meet a lot of people. The goal is to meet a lot of people and try a lot of things. Try the things that you were curious but you never ever went on to do, right? So when you try all these things, it gives you a, a better clarity of like, okay, this is why certain things are done this way and, you know, actually, I quite like this, right? And then it could potentially be your new way of life, which brings me to point number three and that is acceptance into a system. Once you've found, quote-unquote, a new way of life, life or a new system that you can kind of work with, you have to latch yourself into the system. You're going to meet like-minded people. You got to 
enter into the system because there is a whole you know ecosystem built around this thing from the support from the kind of pacer pack even the monetary this system they're all kind of tied together and of course come on if you really enjoy doing something on your own uh, you find like-minded people that enjoy doing the same thing right and life is gonna be tend to be better lah, in my view, right? So to me, these are the three phases of breaking out of the rat race, not accumulating a lot of wealth, trying to build a portfolio and then, the, you know, oh, freedom. No, <laughs> it's not like that. At the end of the day, rinse and repeat getting nowhere is the underlying idea of a rat race and if you want to get out, you need to find something that you enjoy, find the bliss and you know, hey, if you go through this whole process and at the end, you realise that, you know, I quite like my old life What's so bad about going back? So yeah, with that, I hope you have a great day today and you learn something useful today. See ya! Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our social, sign up for our weekly newsletter. We are doing a weekly newsletter reboot. We are going to have a lot of information within the newsletter. Everything is in the description below. And if you love us and want to help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. Also, if you have any interesting thoughts you want to share or you know someone that we would like to hear from, reach out to us through hello at thefinancialcoconut.com With that, have a great day ahead Stay tuned next week And always remember Personal finance can be chill, clear And sustainable for all Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad High quality fashion without the price tag Say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, yeah, I, I I hope today's episode is good. You know, it's uh it's definitely very different from what we usually do, but it's something that I've been wanting to talk about because uh, there's just so much talk out there about getting out of the red race and you know like accumulating wealth, making a lot of money, building a portfolio. I'm like, uh, those things, right? They really don't help you out of the red race. I've met so many people, you know, that they are just taking that same idea of rinse and repeat getting nowhere and they plug it and they romanticize this other system of being an investor being an entrepreneur they romanticize it because they've not done it they've not tried it right so i think what i'm trying to give you here is to understand and draw experience from my experience and some of the friends that i believe have got out of the red race and loving what they do right is essentially that's the idea of getting out red race right you you try these things you don't really like it you go through this whole process it's very painful but eventually you find out what you like you find out what you can keep doing what you love you know however you define it and yeah you 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 essentially find bliss in your life, right? And, I, and I've talked to many people around this and there are a lot of travellers, a lot of backpackers that are trying to go through this whole process. A lot of people stuck at phase one and phase two, right? They don't even, they don't even go to phase two, honestly. There are a lot of backpackers that are just stuck at phase one, but they're definitely lost in emotion. They try to get out, right? So for all of you that are listening, I hope these are good phases and uh, good tips for you to try to get out of the red race, right? And if that is something that you want to do, 
DM us on uh, Instagram, DM us on uh, Telegram. You can DM me. Uh, send me an email. I can share with you more experiences and all that jazz. Next week's episode, I'm going to talk about the three things that I think it's... Um, people are talking about it, you know, but I feel it's not expanded enough, right? So I'm going to talk about novelty, structure, and safe space next week, right? Where I think these three things are very cheap to pursue and uh, can really elevate your quality of life. Okay, take care, guys.